Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Everybody, it's 10.06 WTIC News Talk 1080. Will Marotti here, your host, The Will Marotti Show. Matt Soros on a day of liberty being replaced today by the legendary Joy Burgoyne. Hey, uh, good to be with you today. We had a good first hour. Uh, I, I suspect no reason to think we won't have a good second hour. Just a minute, we'll be talking with uh, Chris Powell, former managing editor of the Journal Inquirer. i got a lot to talk to Chris about. I'm going to get him really cranked up today, so I hope he... Hope he's ready. Uh, but before I do that, I want to go to Mike. Mike's been holding a while in Hartford. Mike, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Hey, it's just it's got to be weird in your position to see Putin utilizing the Bible to justify killing women and children. How, I didn't know that he was. That when there's so clearly so many different verses within the Bible that indicates it's perfectly okay to kill women and children. Well, it, not really. Because you got well, no, you got I mean, a problem you I, got a problem with that logic, because the very first part of of what was given as law was given that you shall not murder, which is killing of the innocent. So I don't know what how you're trying to frame this, Mark. Uh, Mike, I mean, there are, there are several several quotes within the Bible that say it's perfectly okay to kill women and children. Give me one. Give me one. Quote one. Quote, you're you're the Bible expert here. Quote one. Chapter verse. Uh, Tell oh. me where you, where are you finding that, Mike? But Hello, Mike. You still there? Where Where yeah, are you I'm finding it, Mike? Uh, no, you don't have any, Mike, because you, because you're spurious and you don't know what you're talking about. And thank you very much. I appreciate your call. Joining us now, the former managing editor of the Journal Enquirer, uh, Chris Powell. Chris, welcome to the program. Uh, great to be with you, Will. I just want to dispatch that last caller because you're on hold. <laughs> All right. Um, it's election season, isn't it? Because How do we know that? Because we're giving stuff away. 
my God, we're giving we're giving state employees thirty five hundred dollar bonuses. We're going to start telling uh, uh, the the state the state needs to increase child care. Um, we're we're going to include rent uh, in rent for, uh, utilities. Um, isn't it funny that when there's an election season, we have all these giveaway programs going on? Well, it's 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 traditional. The the thing is, people should remember that you know these election year goodies they they tend to go away following the election uh, when state government decides that you know it doesn't have enough money to pay for them on a on a continuing uh, basis. Yeah. But uh, the circumstances are a little unusual now because we've got all this emergency federal money that uh, that came in because of the uh, the epidemic, and and that's. Uh, allowing uh, a lot of shell games in uh, in state government that mm-hmm. end up uh, letting the politicians uh, bribe people with their their own their own money. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it is the usual it is the usual thing, and and people have to uh, to realize it's it's pretty equivalent to uh, to bribing people for their votes. I mean, I think it's absolutely equivalent, and and it's. And I guess we shouldn't be surprised, and 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 quite frankly, Republicans do it too. So I mean, it's not it's not only Democrats. Democrats seem to be better at it than Republicans. They're more creative, but uh, <laughs> Republicans do the same thing. You've got a post here from a couple of days ago. I want to I want to drill down on a little bit because I I I I agree with it. I, I want to see if I agree with it for the same reason. You uh you you put this out March nineteenth. Why better legislative pay may not change anything. Now, I I don't think it will change anything, but I want to hear your take on it. Well, I've I've uh, long thought, well, that legislative salary should be higher. In fact, I think the first column I I wrote as a young reporter uh, centuries ago uh, was was that, that during Lincoln's time. Was that Lincoln? Day. Was that during Lincoln's time? <laughs> uh, McKinley. Um, uh, but uh, I I I'm I'm, I'm so cynical now about uh, about our politics uh, mm. uh, that uh, I think the problem is that our, our legislators really don't have uh, the courage to do what is is necessary. I mean, I maybe I'm just uh, getting too old and has seen, <laughs> too cynical. Uh, seen yes, too I much, am. But all all the problems that we had yeah. uh, when I was a young reporter and you know in the in, in the late 60s, early 70s, we still have the same damn problems. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, education is is failing. Uh, the poverty in the cities is still still crushing. Uh, the uh, racial segregation is uh, not really much improved uh, at, at all. Uh, and uh, uh, more and more people are, are are dependent on government for you know their their ordinary survival and. Uh, uh, you know, here this fifty years of this, uh, and we haven't we haven't changed it at all. Now, but isn't that part of the we, problem? If though, Chris, we don't we... have uh, legislators uh, courageous enough uh, uh, to do really to, to 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 audit these policies, to audit their their failures, to to audit the the steady decline in the quality of life in in Connecticut. Uh, uh, you know, is is giving them some more money going to make any difference? I mean, I. I if I was in there, I'd probably vote for it because, look, they haven't had a raise in 20 years, and it's basically a part-time salary. And I know many of them work full-time at it uh, when the legislature is not, not in session. People sure. are always calling them up, uh, sure. asking for help with problems. Uh, sure. Well, you know, uh, it's a voluntary army. Nobody's twisting your arm. about it as I used to be. 
Nobody's twisting your arm to run, right? It's a volunteer army. I, I get called a lot of calls too. Nobody, nobody forced me into do what I do. I did it voluntarily. But my, yeah, my, but, my, know, my, my fear the problem is, is, you know, if you, if you, if you, I'm not paying a decent salary, then a huge portion of the population is foreclosed from from uh, legislative uh, office. Uh, so, you know, what do you get? You get retired state employees who got their fat. Uh, you know, pensions, you've got lawyers, uh, you've got yeah. financial executives who can get no-show jobs from their their employers. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not a representative, uh, not a representative well, group. You don't, you know, don't get any uh, barbers or, uh, uh, you know, health care workers or anything like that yeah. in there. And uh, uh, it's, uh, there's some unfairness to that. But, I mean, isn't it, it was always intended to be part-time at the state, right? It wasn't intended to be a career move. Right. I mean, you've got people that I know people that have been there for 40 years, you know, and yeah, so it was intended to be part time. But is it part time? And hey, look, you know, maybe we should we should pay them nothing so that when the legislative session ends and a constituent calls with a problem, the legislator picks up and says, hey, drop dead. You know, I'm not working again till January. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, you, you know, we you don't want that earlier either, about the. The we child care uh, demand seven hundred million dollars. The state should pick up for 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 child care. I mean, at at some point, people have to bear their own expenses. Thank you. Uh, Thank and, you. You know, maybe we should do more with child care. But uh, uh, Senator Looney was uh, on this morning with yeah. uh, with Brian talking yeah. about all the the goodies they were planning planning to pass out in this in this session. The the government involvement in uh, in support of just individual lives is is just exploding here. Uh, uh, the the trend in Connecticut is uh, is toward total total dependent on uh, dependence on, on on government. The self sufficiency is out the window. And that's what's happened with fifty years of gov- of Democrat rule. I mean, maybe Republicans would have done it too. It's hard to say because we don't know. But this is what happens when you get a society depending on government to take care of them instead of them taking care of themselves. But I'm I'm upset with some of these corporations going to the legislature and saying, "Well, we need expanded child care." Well, you pay for it then. If you if well, Bigelow T, you want more child care for your employees, you pay your employees and stop laying it laying it at the feet of the taxpayers of Connecticut. Yeah, well, I, I go back to whether you know people are equipped to to be self sufficient, and then I get to ride on my hobby horses about yeah, social, social promotion, promotion. Uh, and the schools and, and fatherlessness in the home. We were not preparing people, uh, you know, through government policy to be self sufficient. We're preparing them to to become a lumpen proletariat that is yes. Uh, yes. Uh, dependent on on the government for their you know daily bread. But isn't that isn't that the way socialism works? You have two classes working, ruling, and that's and that's the way it is. If it's 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 neat, it's tidy. If it's in a box, and this is what you, you don't want. You don't want to c- cause people to be entrepreneurial. You don't want people to look out and start. Now the good news, the good news with COVID is people, as you know, have quit their jobs in record numbers. But you know what else is happening in record numbers? People are starting their own businesses. And I yeah, think that's you know, wonderful. That, that can be a good sign, but let's see if those good, you know, those new businesses are are sustainable. Well, uh, they're, not get, they're not going to get fast five money. Insurance. You know, they're not going to get Governor Malloy money. You know, to to prop them up. They're, you know, but uh, <laughs> gosh. Um, well, part of the problem too is that uh, state government now is is primarily foremost the pension and benefit benefit society for its own employees. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and this. 
this is taking not only you know 25% of the state budget along with uh, with debt payments. It's 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 really distracting from the purpose of of government. I mean, the first objective of government in any democratic administration mm-hmm. is to take care of the party's political army, and that's mm-hmm. you know the government employees, and that's why you got the the very generous uh, contract proposal from the government governor to the state employees, and the and the thirty five hundred dollar bonuses that are going to be paid uh, uh, you know to them in, in an election year. It's to keep the army in line. It's uh, it's yeah. almost a Roman Empire-type uh, uh, procedure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the emperor could stay in power only if he kept the army happy, and it's the same thing here in Connecticut. I love it when you talk like this, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, it, it, part of the Malloy uh, mythology here for these bonuses, oh, we, we want we, we're looking at a gray wave, we're looking at a silver wave, all these people are going to retire from state employment, and we're, we're giving them these bonuses to stay. It's not going to save a single job. You and I both know that. They're going to take the money, they're going to retire anyway. My point is, what's the big deal? I'm glad there's so many people retiring. I mean, it puts a, a lot of stress on our unfunded pension liability, which I'll talk about in a second. But why not? So let, maybe this is a great reset for, for smaller-sized government and let the people that are left, let them work. Let them work. And I know there's a number of people that work. I, I'll get so many emails, hate emails. I'm a state worker. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay, fine. But there's a lot of state workers that don't work very hard. Well, and there's a lot of state workers. There is always an opportunity for management to uh, to make the operation uh, more efficient and yes. uh, to reassign people uh, mm-hmm. in, in a way that improves the uh, the product. Of course, that's not likely to be done here. I think the unions uh, the other day were calling on uh, on the governor to uh, uh, make a formal objective to, to keep up state employment at the same levels uh, well, and, uh, you know, to use state employment as a, uh, as a way of improving Connecticut. Uh, well, you know, it's... It's 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 not really a way of improving Connecticut, so it's a way of maintaining the Democratic Party's army. Exactly, exactly, and that's why you need a guy like Bob Stefanowski. Bring Stefanowski in, give him two terms, just vote him in for two terms, and let him go at it. Let him look at, let, let him examine the waste, the duplication, the nonsense that goes in the state in state government, state employees, and let's just start slashing it away. And let the people retire are going to retire and put on a hiring freeze. Don't replace those people. And I promise you, if you do that for two solid years, Chris, I promise you the people, the taxpayers, the voters of Sacano will not see a decrease in services. Well, listen, I think government is capable of doing better. I think the the the, the motor vehicles department uh, particularly has been doing better in uh, in recent years. I, I I renewed my driver's license effortlessly online the other yeah. day, and I was yeah. very impressed uh, by that. There there has been you know some effort uh, put into that by mm-hmm. uh, the current administration, sure. and you know I, I applaud them for it. But the problem I have with uh, Stefanowski's. Uh, uh, commercials. Uh, he he wants to to uh, you know audit every agency to find out where they're spending the money. Well, you know we basically know where they're spending the money. My my problem is we do not audit the policies for for uh, their their performance. You know we don't we no, don't we audit educational policy. We don't audit social promotion. We don't audit welfare policy to see if it's making people more dependent or more. More self self sufficient. Uh, uh, certain policies, very expensive policies yes. in Connecticut, especially yes. welfare and education. Yes, uh, we don't audit, and they're not performing. Listen, there was 
two weeks ago, the State Education Department issued its annual uh, report on the performance of education in Connecticut. Uh, I wrote about it for a column tomorrow. The results in that report are horrible. Yes. Uh, you know, chronic absenteeism is 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 up from something like 12 to to, to 19 percent. The uh, 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 performance of kids, uh, how many credits they've amassed by ninth yeah. grade, has uh, has collapsed. Yeah. Uh, of course, graduation is, is maintained, high school graduation is maintaining at a high level, but that's only because everybody graduates right. now. No we just have social that. promotion. That's no, no indicator. Uh, the bigger indicator is the failure of uh, uh, students to uh, uh, maintain necessary credits by, by the time they get to ninth grade. This, this education report, it, it's barely got any publicity. The, the Hearst paper, papers had a, had a story about it a couple of weeks ago, but... Uh, uh, it, it it shows that education in Connecticut needs to be audited. We are not yes. educating people. We're just passing out credentials. They're passing out the, the high school diplomas to kids who've never mastered high school math or English. Um, these are the things that really need auditing, and mm -hmm. nobody dares to look at that. Well, maybe, maybe if if Bob gets in there, maybe you know you can suggest that, and I can suggest that we can get that on the agenda. I mean, how about well, this? Listen, Here's a novel idea. The Democrats will never audit it. I mean, the only no, no, no. You got to get the Democrats out of it. A, a new administration. The, the, you totally need need a total a total a new sheriff in town. That's what you need. But I mean, here's an idea, right? Instead of just doling out thirty five hundred bucks to all forty two thousand of them at a million and a hundred fifty million dollars, why not have a novel approach? How about performance based bonuses? How about we set up reasons for them to work and and excel and and give them motivation? And then you get a bonus when you outperform. Oh, but that's your... why we have government employee unions, as well as to make sure we can never do that. Well, that's why you got to get rid of government. I don't think they should have unions. I don't believe in collective bargaining agreements. I think the legislature should 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 over, oversee the contracts and payments and what. Uh, it, oh gosh. Well, yeah, certainly <sighs> conveying such power as we do in Connecticut through. Uh, collective bargaining and binding arbitration, conveying that power away from the government and to, mm -hmm. to the unions is is profoundly anti-democratic, and, and that's why I've always uh, opposed it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the, the the public should be master in its own house, and yes. in Connecticut it's not. No, and it hasn't been for a long time, and, and perhaps never will be. I mean, you've got this exodus still taking place. I just found out yesterday another family in our church moving to where? That's right, South Carolina. I don't know what the big fantasy about South Carolina is, but I've got to go down there and check it out. But you've got Connecticut still the fourth highest move-out rate in the country, and it's people with means that are leaving because why should they stay here and pay the absorbent property taxes and, and personal income taxes? Where they can now, now with virtual jobs, every a lot of employers let you go. I know two people personally worked up here, moved down to Florida, and they're working the same job from Florida virtually. So why would you stay here if you can pick up the box and move it down there for, and, and pick up a $20,000 a year raise in less taxes? It, it's, it's almost a no-brainer. Yeah, Connecticut has got to compete better, uh, you know, nationally. And uh, uh, that is not what uh, the uh, special interests in Connecticut want, particularly the the government employees and, and the welfare recipients. Uh, uh, you know, they just want to keep their privileged position and and look, they they work for the Democratic Party, um, mm -hmm. yeah. and you know most of the rest of the public uh, we're 
we're just too busy wound up in our own lives and trying to make our you know our own our own incomes and we're not paying attention as uh, as we should and well, we're hard. there's we're, a lot going on chris the average person and thank god that's why it's good to have wtic and people like you that come on because the average person wants to just take care of their family earn their living go on a vacation somewhere they don't have time to be drilling down on the minutia and and figuring out who's doing what and they, they want to trust their leaders they want to trust the people that are elected and unfortunately it's 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 a constant betrayal of trust coming from hartford well, you know, the, the government responds to the people who are constantly clamoring with the government. Uh, look, the unions have lobbyists at the Capitol every day, and the legislators hear from those lobbyists. And those lobbyists are, are backed up by many members of uh, of the unions, and the legislators hear from the unions. They do not hear as much from uh, ordinary citizens, because ordinary citizens are uh, making their income from sources that, you know, don't depend on the government. Uh, so uh, they're the ones who pay, and sometimes they don't realize how they're paying. And, mm -hmm. and the government is very careful about uh, concealing some ways about how they're getting the money out of us. Mm -hmm. uh, but if the public's not going to pay more attention and get more involved, uh, yeah. uh, we, you know, we, we will be run by the government class forever, and that's the direction we're going in. I, 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 uh, I sadly agree. I sadly agree. Well, hey, listen, thanks as always. Always a pleasure chatting with you, and uh, I love getting you cranked up, so that's good. Thank you, Will. It's a goal that I have each time you appear on the program. Thank you. Chris, <laughs> Chris Powell, former managing editor of Inquirer, Chris Powell. Watch, Chris. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you next week. All right. We'll, uh, we'll take a break, and uh, we'll come back. More calls. Calls, open phone lines. The rest of the show, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Give us a call on the Tuesday edition. Hey, 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 when I get back, I've got a great story to share with you. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably wait until after the news, but we'll take a call after these commercials before the news, and then i got a great story, and I'll, I'll tell you what as we get back, so stay with us. Download the free Odyssey app and like WTIC today. Then listen anywhere, anytime. All right, welcome back. 1028, we've got time for one quick call from the Silver City, Meriden and Steve. Steve, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, Pastor Will, great show. Uh, uh, Chris Powell, I wrote a letter to the editor and. June nine, uh, 27th and 19th, and I asked uh, Editor and Murden to reprint the letter like they do when somebody goes on vacation. Yeah, yeah. And I put down, while we watch America slowly decline, nothing really changes. This opinion letter is what I wrote on 27th, June 2019, and published, da-da-da. And he said he couldn't put it out because it said in my letter, God bless Chris Powell and the RJ. He says it all for me. <laughs> Steve, now, most papers paper. would not publish that because you know how they feel about Chris Powell. Hey, thanks for calling. i got to let you go. All right, going to take a break here. News, we come back. More calls, 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Uh, WTIC, and when I get back, a great story, a great story about the Bacon Brothers coming to Connecticut. <laughs> bacon just makes everything. Well, the Bacon Brothers, well, they're wrong. The Bacon Brothers were scheduled to play at the Real Playhouse in September 2020. The show was deferred because of surging COVID cases. Um, in, a, in a milestone mark, uh, milestone mark, their 15th performance, the duo will return on Sunday, kicking off April 3rd, kicking off the Big East leg of their Out of Memory tour. Kevin and Michael Bacon, although their hometown is Philadelphia and holds its hearts, Connecticut quickly became a favorite place and keeps them coming back for more weekend 
back in uh, 1983 and fell in love with Connecticut. You know, a lot of people, we all love Connecticut. We love the Connecticut. We just hate how it's being managed. Michael said their first gig was in Connecticut, just over the state line in New York, our first radio show. Oh, maybe they'll come here. Joey, can we get them on radio to, to, to promote their Ridgefield show? I'd love to have the Bacon Brothers on. Uh, really, seriously, let's work on that. Let's try to get the Bacon Brothers on the show. Probably in Sharon, Sharon, Connecticut. Oh, I love Sharon because it's so close to Lime Rock. Um, it, it was good. So anyway, that's the Bacon Brothers coming back to Connecticut, going to be at the Ridgefield Playhouse. And... Um, April, Sunday, April 3rd, so a week from this Sunday. They'll start their East Coast. I didn't, honestly, I, I knew he was musical. I didn't know they performed. I had no idea they performed, which is wonderful. I'd, I'd love to go. Ridgefield Playhouse, April 3rd at 8 p.m. Maybe we will go. Maybe Ann and I will go. Joey, come on, try to get the, the Bacon Brothers on the show. We'll, we'll pump them up. We'll blow up their show. Um, yes, let us take 800-966-9842-860. 5229842, the numbers. Uh, we've got the last caller of the day program coming up, show coming. And, and that would be the uh, Between Rounds Bagel, uh, last caller of the day. Also looking for a sponsor for the first caller of the day. That's a Monday through Friday gig. You get tremendous exposure, great notoriety, and you'll sell a lot more product because this is a very engaged audience. And they're very supportive of people who uh, who appear on this program. All right, let's go to Middletown and Ivan. Ivan, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Pastor Will. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Yes, sir. Hey, I just want to – I'm a retired state employee. Uh, I did 26 years in a hazardous duty job. Yikes. Corrections. And the, the thing I want to explain about, like, say, somebody like Bob Stefanowski, he'll, he'll always have trouble in an election because state employees understand that a guy like Bob will declare war on them if he were to win. Well, I and don't the union declare war. I mean, cause, and you know, I always, I always, and I preface conversations with this. When we're talking about state employees, I always carve out state police and correction because no, no, and I, and nobody I wants to do that. that. So, so I just as, want to go on record. Former, former state employee and now a retired one. Yeah. I haven't voted for a Democrat on the federal level since, you know, the first time Clinton ran in 92 when I was Yikes. too young to know better. Good for you. Wow. That's and, good. But on the, on the state level, it's a different it's a different story because I, I admit I've, I'll go into the voting booth mm. and I'll hold my nose and I'll vote for somebody like Dan Malloy or Ned Lamont. Yeah. Because I know, you know, my the chances of me retaining everything I work for are much greater with one of them in office than a guy like, say, Bob Stefanowski. Like, last time Bob ran, he wanted to get rid of the state income tax, which... Right, which wasn't going to happen. We know that. Which and wasn't going to happen, he, but every state employee kind of understood that if he won and, and tried to do that, yeah. it was going to be on the backs of those state, on state yeah. employees. Well, you know, you've always got the safety net, right, in terms of state workers. You still, even though I'm against unions for state workers, you still have the union. And, that, and that's always going to be your safety net and your... And your and your your uh, your bull weather that right. you know they're, they're not going to go beyond. That's a firewall for you guys, right? So, you know he he certainly is going to try to cut costs. That's what he does. That's what he's he's skilled at. But there's only so much. There's only so much you can do because of you. Right, and I understand that. But the unions do a good job of conveying the message to their members of if you know we you need to vote for Democrats. Yeah. To retain everything you've worked for. 
And, I mean, if, know, if I had any message for Bob in this conversation, uh, I would say uh, he needs to clearly say, he needs to go on the record saying that he would do the same. He takes my position. He would carve out for state police and corrections. That he, When he's talking about cutting back on state whatever, employees, uh, you have to make that distinction because you can't jeopardize public safety with the state police and you can't jeopardize safety in prisons because prison guards i mean that's a dangerous stinking job i wouldn't want to do it i'd be right. like shooting people I, I i just i wouldn't want to do it so you've got to protect those two groups and he needs to publicly say that so that people and, and know I, and i fully agree with that yeah and i i think he should come out and say that and and not and i actually you know come out and say he'd be willing to you know work with state employees but obviously say you know he understands contracts are contracts, sure, but going sure. forward, we need to look to cut where we can sure, and not just, you know, across the board, cancel contracts and let them fight it out in court. Cause I mean, Oh no, 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 there's no, there's no, there's no winner there. Like You're right. When he ran before. You're right. There's no winner there, but I'll tell you right now, what Lamont's saying right now, and the reason everybody's getting the bonuses is he wants to cut down the amount of retirees. Listen, let him retire. Let him retire. Put a put a temporary freeze, uh, uh, hiring freeze on. Let's see how it goes. There's a cut right there. You could save a lot of money right there just through attrition. And I agree. And I'll tell you what: a thirty-five hundred dollar bonus. If somebody doesn't that can retire doesn't retire because of a thirty-five hundred dollar bonus. I mean, that's not that's just not a smart financial decision <laughs> I, on their part. If thirty-five hundred bucks affects your retirement, there's something wrong there. Right, because you know the 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 things that regulate cost of living adjustments and everything yeah. change come June thirtieth. Sure, and thirty five hundred dollars is really a drop in the bucket compared yeah, to what yeah, you lose. Yeah. Thirty five hundred. just he's just trying to buy votes. That's all he's trying to do. That's all it is. So. And, and it's you know, and we all as state employees, we all know the gimmicks. We all see right. It. Right. But, you know, they, they say there's no preservation like self-preservation. <laughs> there's and, there's you know, no interest like self-interest. Right. Exactly. And, and, and I don't, you know, I, to, to have to vote for a Democrat, I mean, I have to hold my nose. Yeah. Well, well, and, don't. Uh, don't. Give Bob a chance and, and see what happens. It can't be any worse than what you've had, we've had for the last how many years, right? So let's just give him a try. That's what I say. Yeah. Well, give I just try. think see he, how it goes. If he just comes across as, like, is he not going to go to war with state employees, I think he might have a better shot. And, and he needs to be clear about that. I think if he, and, if he and, would and say right. that, and in particular, again, the car routes for state police and correction. I mean, I, I think you have to protect those groups no matter what. Right, and That's I agree. My, and, my you know, and as, as a member of one of those unions, you know, for 26 years, yeah. you know, we were always of, the, of that opinion of, you know, hazardous duty should be its own separate entity. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Other state employees. No, I couldn't agree right. more. I you know we we need we need those two groups to be protected because they protect us. So it, right. it's just but, you know the yeah. powers that be at CBAC though they don't see that because it's all about numbers with them. Well, again, they don't really care about. That. <laughs> I don't know. Don't get me going. Um, <laughs> thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Call back again. Right, thank you talk. so much. Thank you. Uh, let's go to South Windsor and Jim. Hello, Jim. Hi, Pastor Will. Hi, Jim. So uh, last week in the Journal Inquirer, yes. there was a uh, almost a full-page article that talked about the monies that were be giving away. It came out of Joe Courtney's office. Yes. And in that list, there was over $900,000 being given to Johnson Memorial Hospital. And I don't claim that they don't need it, but I do claim that 
Johnson Memorial Hospital is managed or owned by St. Francis and Trinity Health, yes. which is a national company. Yes. And why are we giving $900,000 to a hospital for some renovation and equipment? Uh, wouldn't that be the responsibility? It's sort of like a lot of the things you talked about. You know, what, corporate owners need to step up and do corporate responsibility, not yeah, send, me yeah, absolutely. Not send me the bill of it. Amen. So and you know what? The only reason, the only answer to that, and you know this, Jim, the only answer to why why would we be doing that is because it, it's in it's in Joe's district. That's why. Yeah. I mean, sure. That's the only no, reason. I got that. Pork, pork, pork. Exactly right. Well, Nobody loves bacon more than politicians because they just want to load up the pork. There you uh, go. God bless you, Pastor. <laughs> Thank, Thank you Jim. for all you do. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. 800-966-9842. We get back. We're going to set up for the last caller of the day, the between-round bacon, last uh, bagel, bacon on my mind, the between-round bagel, last caller of the day. Gosh, help me. We'll be right back. I can't go into details, but I just proved to Joey Burgoyne that prayer works. <laughs> oh. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. We set up for the between rounds bagel, not bacon. What a moron I can be. Between rounds bagel... <laughs> Last caller of the day. Yeah, you can bring those bagels home and make bagel sandwiches with the bacon. Oh, sweet, Joey. Sweet. What a catch. Um, they have locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Tolland. And we're so grateful to uh, Between Rounds for taking uh, taking time to, to be our last uh, caller of the day sponsor. Let me go to uh, – I, I, I guess I have this coming. I, I should expect this. Uh, uh, there's more than one candidate for governor in Connecticut, and um, we have one of them on the line right now, uh, uh, Susan Reagan. And I, 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 I have this coming to me, so I am, I am ready to receive <laughs> Susan. Whatever you have to say. Oh, oh no, no, nothing. We, you and I have spoken before, and you were very gracious. So uh, I'm well. I'm just responding to your last caller, and and I am. Uh, I believe uh, the banner is the best kept secret of the GOP. Uh, <laughs> uh, but in any case, I am an alternate person, and your last caller can go to my website, Susan, okay. S-U-S-A-N, 4-F-O-R-C-T-2022.com. Okay. And as far as the unions go, and, we, and, and I agree about carving out the uh, police unions and the safety, mm -hmm. <clears throat> my campaign centers on being We the People. Mm -hmm. And we mm -hmm. the people means for all the people. And mm -hmm. I have interviewed on my show, Connecticut Valley Views, actually, um, uh, some people from the union. And, uh, you know, honestly, the contracts that were made, whether we like them or not, by a previous governor, yeah. Malloy, yeah. have to be honored. Honor them, sure. And we should be keeping sure. those contracts. We should be looking at the budget, the real numbers, because we know Lamont doesn't give them to us, right. um, and find the fat and pay our bills 
and keep our promises to them. Mm-hmm. And we we can work out something. It can be negotiated, but we haven't had a good candidate to negotiate mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the Republicans or for the parties. So my campaign is about the same things that we have been arguing about and fighting over, taxes and TCI and all of the things for which government has had way too much overreach. Mm-hmm. We need more constitutional freedom, mm-hmm. and most of our most important product is our children. We need to focus on that, so that means uh, addressing Black Lives Matter. It means addressing CRT. It means the parents who are having troubles with, with the uh, Board of Education in their various towns. And the voters are telling me, Susan, you're the person we want. Yeah. Well, They're Susan, I mean, you're you're very capable. You're very capable and very knowledgeable, and and I do want to uh, respect your, the the fact that you're you are running. I respect everyone yes. who runs. So yes. I, I'm sorry for not mentioning you earlier, but I was on a I was on a roll. So that's just no, kinda... no, no. That's fine. No, <laughs> that's uh, just... look, I have nothing against. I have here. Here's my deal. I have nothing against uh, Bob. You know, Bob yeah. Kennedy. He's you yeah. know obviously well well funded and so forth. <clears throat> But my my bone that I have to pick with the GOP is, is that every time Ben Proto speaks and he talks about when Themis used to be, when she was running yeah. previously and now she's yeah. for the Senate, yeah. but yeah. when she was running, it would be Bob, Themis, Bob, Themis, Bob, Themis, yeah. and someone yeah. would say, well, I think also Susan Patricelli Regan's running, and, and there would be a silence. So... Well, you well, got to be in the club, to... Susan. It's it's a club, and you know that. And if you're oh, not no, in the club, you're outside the club. Let's you know, that's... point it out. Let's be brave yeah, and let, point let's it out. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. And I, I, I want to appreciate your call so much. Thank yeah. you for, for calling, and, okay. and you're, you're always welcome. Thank and, you. And I hope to talk to you again. Thank you very much. All right, we got one minute for the last caller today. We're going to go to West Hartford. Don. Don, congratulations. You're the between-round bagel last caller of the day. Go ahead. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Um I guess, you know, the thing that struck me about your last caller, and, you know, I have the greatest respect for, you know, corrections and police officers, but was the, you know, work what, you know, work is we want to get what we, what we worked for. And, you know, I guess I think public service is if that, if you're got a public job, uh, you're supposed to be doing at least out of a sense of public service and, and not to get a, not to get benefits and retirement plans that are, that are, uh, Don, I, I don't mean to cut you off, better. but I, I've got to let you go. I'm going to put you on hold so Joey can get your information. Thanks so much. Guys, I'm out of time. Thanks so much. God bless you. Love the day today. Be careful. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 